0: What's up, team? Welcome back to the Frog Logic Podcast. I'm your host, David Rutherford. And uh, man, this is a big deal for me. This is my 50th show of the Frog Logic podcast. and that's uh, that feels good. Um, I really uh, have enjoyed doing this most recently, especially because of the challenging times we're in. and hopefully I'm providing, man, uh, just some kind of, um, motivation or inspiration or something that'll make you feel decent and about, uh, even though it's tough, that it's worth it all. And it's, it, there's a lot of, uh, incredible opportunities that happen in the midst of crises, in the midst of challenges. Uh, we always, uh, yeah, we see the worst in, of people, but, the same time we see the most extreme best of people too and so I want to thank all of you for um, allowing me to continue doing this and for supporting me and for all those organizations that have hired me to speak and, and kept us alive here when I thought our industry was going to collapse but uh, you know after creating an online presentation uh, and giving it for the last five months it's been a uh, thank you all to all the organizations that have, have supported um most especially uh pioneer man thank you guys so much um and i want to also thank you everybody who's still you know buying stuff at the store and and buying hats and t-shirts man we it means the world to us every single one that you buy and and we thank you for it and then everybody that's uh everybody that's been listening to the show man just i i can't thank you enough um it's just it's just such a humbling thing when you uh, get the direct messages from y'all and you send me emails and and you just uh, you make it known that Frog Logic is helping you and and that 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 gives me the inspiration that I want uh, and I need to uh, keep going every day in the face of all this adversity. I mean, man, all of us are in the storm right now. You know, we are. Uh, we're getting hammered all across our lives. And and because of that and because of um, just all the positivity y'all are showing me, what I want to do is I'm going to offer uh, a free uh, motivational speech online. Um, and all you got to do is you got to head over to uh, uh, this registration page at team-froglogic.com my Kajabi, which is K-A-J-A-B-I.com forward slash registration dash page. If you head over there, you'll find my Pandemic Motivation sign up. I'm giving it Wednesday, August 26th uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so you'll sign up on there uh, and we'll send you a thank you email. And then we'll send you uh, um, a link to the motivational site, to the webinar, and man, uh, you'll be able to give hear my latest pandemic motivation, find a pathway through the pain speech. And I've been giving this to, jeez, uh, probably grand total over 5,000 people recently online. And it's a uh, it's a powerful it's a powerful talk uh, because when you know you're in the midst of, of real. Uh, extreme environments, just pounding the snot out of you. That negative insurgency that I talk about all the time, that thing just waylaying you. Um, man, we need some. We need something. We need it, and and we find that in each other. And uh, so, as a result of just your incredible support of me for all these years and what I do and what I'm trying to do with Frog Logic, I want to give something back, which is a free uh, motivational talk. So head on over to. Team dash dot dot com forward slash registration dash page uh, and sign up now. Um, yeah, why am I doing all this? Well, the the reason why I created Frog Logic originally was to help kids, kids that are going through crisis and kids that are struggling in places and and uh, over the last. Uh, Jeez, 15 um, years—it's—it's gotten to a place where I'm—I'm really proud of, and one of the things that we strive to do at Team Frog Logic is to help people that are going through the storm. You know, to give you something to tap into, some advice, uh, some counsel, some wisdom, some training. um, You know, and all of this is really rooted in—in—in. organizations and groups and ideas of people that have spent a lot of time in that storm. Now, one of the things that, you know, and it's so wild that this, you know, this, the reason is this popped up in my head was um, when Hurricane Isaiah came through at the end of July, uh, I just was like, oh man, this is a hurricane one. It's not going to be anything. We just had dorian last year that we thought we were going to devastate which absolutely destroyed the bahamas and it kind of hit me like all right i i, I mean i'm not even going to take a risk right who knows what's going to happen so what i do uh clean the outside vegetation policed up the backyard put everything in one secure location went out made sure we had extra propane tanks <laughs> made sure we had food our storage food our ready wise made sure we had uh um, all this, man, um, stuff, and it was powerful, um, and, you know, you go through this preparation, even though you know it, it's not a big storm, it's still a storm, and a storm rattles us, right, a storm shakes us, a storm uh, challenges our, uh, our joints, it challenges us, our our ability to stay calm under pressure, it challenges us, uh, and whether or not we're having enough forethought and to get ourselves ready physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, right? And that's hard. And, then you know, the people over in the golf right now that are going to get whacked with Marco and uh, Laura potentially, one right after the other, man, hopefully you're all preparing right now. You know, um, my one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Sean Ryan just did a great post on the seven things he's using to prep right now. Head on over to, uh, uh, vigilance man. And check out that blog. Uh, it'll do you some good. So, you know, you have to prepare, man. And you have to prepare for all different kinds of things. Um, and, you know, when you start to realize that storms are going to come no matter what, that starts to change your mentality. That starts to change your perspective. And, and when you can move into that fact that, you know, if you look at throughout history, uh, we've been able to come through some pretty heavy, insane storms. And we did so because we, uh, groups of people worked hard together to get other smaller groups of people to come through this stuff. Large groups, really. I mean, World War II, you know, you know 65 to 75 million people perished and uh, saved uh, countless others. Man, you start to think about those perils. You start to think about those storms, and it really kind of clears your eyes out. You know, you wipe that haze over of, of fear that's off your eyes. You know, you know wipe, that, wipe that fear out of your eyes a little bit. And you'll see, man, we're pretty tough species. We're a pretty tough culture, especially America. I mean, we've had our ass kicked a bunch. But each time, we keep coming back. Now, I know what you're saying, and you know, don't think I'm not, if not right next to you, certainly a step behind you in, in, in knowing that what we've gone through is tough for everybody. I know the mental health issues right now in this country are, um, they're staggering, right? Suicides on the rise. We have have all kinds of uh, anxiety, uh, addiction, alcoholism, um, spouse abuse, uh, child sex trafficking. (laughs) I mean... I just, I've paid attention to Tim Ballard and the man is single-handedly, you know, that's not a fair statement. You know, the guy, there's a lot of incredible groups out there. Craig Sawyer's group, um, guys that were in Dallas. Uh, oh, man, there's a lot of good groups. I take that back, man, that are in the fight in trafficking. So, but, you know, the reality is, man, think about that storm. How many human beings have been trafficked throughout this quarantine? You know how many little kids? You know how many little kids have been beat up in their homes or raped in their homes throughout this, man. You think about those storms. You think about those storms for the individuals, right? You think about the other mental health storms and COVID, man. You think about the storms of, you know, the hundred and seventy-five thousand people in their lives and and all those. Storms of the first responders that had to be in the hospitals with them, that had to watch them and, you know, have them hold the phone, FaceTime their phone with their loved one because they couldn't come in. How about their storms? How about George, George Floyd's storm? Hmm. Man. Let's just start with COVID, right? That's where I want to really dig in. Let's start in COVID, right? Now, the one thing about COVID, man, we had almost zero time to prep for this. You know, our last pandemic go around, uh, H1N1, whatever it was, man, we didn't, it wasn't that bad, right? And so we kind of let our guard down. We didn't get prepared. And then it launched, first those first signs, you know, probably December, you're, we're seeing stuff on the news. No, uh, January, definitely seeing it all over the news. Wuhan, coronavirus. Man, not much time before it got here, right? In fact, uh, starting to see some people say that the earliest uh now cases were uh in December, right? Even November, maybe. Man, that's the storm, right? Not much time to prepare. And so uh, what happened? We kind of, got caught off guard and this storm kind of kicked our kicked our ass a little bit particularly in large states with like yeah Florida New York New Jersey Arizona California Texas I mean you know our, our numbers are I mean I think you know all the people that have been really pushing to heal these people all these doctors big and small big practices, small practices that are putting the time in and, and figuring out the best way to treat their patients. Man, think about that storm. Think about the effort that they're making. But what the problem is, is what we're doing is, man, we've got this, uh, you know, and I think about hurricanes. What, what do we all become fixated in hurricanes, right? As these tracking systems, these trackers that we update on NOAA, Right. Every every what every thirty minutes I would do it when big ones when when Dorian was there last year, man. And you're trying. You want to see that thing? Well, man. What is our tracker? And right now it's the death tracker. Hey, tune in to the local death counter today. Man, that's heavy stuff, man. It's heavy stuff. You know, think about the person who. Punches the key or made the code For that or you know that Person who's working in The ICUs Knows the numbers going up in their own Specific thing man how about All the people that are seeing that tracker in fear All the elderly people people With pre-existing healthcare conditions That are on the CDC list Right uh, all the different People that have you know all the Respiratory distress Man that's a lot That are out there Living with this storm. You know, and I also think, you know, the kids. My God, the kids are living with this storm, aren't they? That's the thing that gets me. That's the one that rips my heart apart, man. Is how many kids are going to suffer because of what's going on. And that we, as their guardians, we as the people that uh, make big decisions within school districts and boards and school boards themselves, private and public and unions and all these people that are making these big-time decisions, and I'm not sure that I believe that they have the best interests of those children in their hearts, man. And I'll tell you, you, know, I'm generally not don't pick sides at all but this one I, I absolutely will. our kids need to go back to school. And what that means is that teachers in this country or people that used to teach or want who can uh, be comfortable with taking that risk of getting back into the schools, When you look at the the, the separation, the number between how many teachers there are and how many children are in our public school system, it's insane. And these people, these kids are relying on their ability to adapt, to adjust to society, to be able to fit in, to be able to consecrate a a moral code, a value system, uh, a way of looking at the world that's healthy and supportive and you want to not know why America's been great for so long? It's because we educate our population. And more than just reading, writing, arithmetic, right? Now in coding and, uh, 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 man, look at what Mike Rowe's doing. In the, you know, we're, the trades are coming back with a vengeance, right? I mean, how we don't even know if colleges are going to be around much longer. How about all the colleges that are saying, hey, come on back, come on back now, we can do it. And then yeah, there's one little outbreak and they send all the kids home so they got the full price of their tuition and the parents signed off on it. I don't get that one either. It makes me wonder what the reason is why. And it, you don't tell me that, you know, teachers are afraid. I understand that, but that losing this, I mean, this could be generate, this could be, what 10 years of kids that suffer from this, from the post-traumatic stress of it, from the isolation, from the uh, being parented by their screens constantly. What, what are they watching? Because what's going up on, on the screen nowadays? What's available out there for your kids? Are you able to sit down with them and have them watch something that's not an emergency every second? So we're actually selling the storm to our children. We're selling the storm all over the place. We're, we're, but we're not willing to sell and make our own sacrifice to put our own souls on the line to help our kids. Man, that's the storm, I'll tell you. Think about those kids, man. What about the storm of where we're at from George Floyd, too, you know? This is crazy where we're at. 80, what, 83 straight days of, of rioting in Portland. You know what I mean? Rioting in Seattle, that place Chaz or Chop or whatever. A couple of those popped up around other places. Rioting in New York. Chicago. This is real, man. People are angry. People are pissed off right now. That's a real storm. You might not want to believe it, but I'm here to tell you that's a storm, folks. That's how societies begin to crumble. Riots in the streets. Confrontation. Pitting one class of group against another in order for the aims of the truly despicable, power-hungry, egomaniacal, crazy that want to control the rest of us, put us in fear. That storm, The individuals that are putting out there to remove policing. I thought we agreed that in the first part of this, we needed to get the treat, the, the get rid of the bad ones, right, Cipher them out of the departments and then retrain the good guys, the the, the thousands, tens of thousands of incredible police officers that are out there, man. Get them more trained so they can really learn how to get into those incredibly destructive, uh, 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 crime-ridden urban areas, man, like Chicago and Baltimore. And these places where Crime is just skyrocketing, death rates are going through the roof. <laughs> that's real. And if, uh, if we can't figure out, man, if we can't figure out how to do this, you know that's a problem. Everybody needs to reckon it. that's a storm. You want to talk about a storm? And what's crazy to me, absolutely crazy to me, is that we have just one history book after the other that says, hey, this is what happens if a society or large group of people hit these points, these points. This is what happens. It's not potentially what happened or what what could happen or something that's so far back in history we've we've erased it because I know there's a lot of desire to erase history right now there's a lot of desire to want to control the first amendment right now there's a lot of uh, desire to try and uh, go after uh, all different kinds of crazy things out there politically and that's a storm man that's a big storm that's a huge storm. And I believe there's a great many of these problems are, are, are really connected to this one. They're connected to this one that, that is heavy, man. It's connected to this one that uh, this very well could tear us apart politics, the politics of a nation, this firestorm that is brewing all across the country on every channel, on every screen, the storm that is just being forced down our throats. Man, that's a storm already. Right. I just watched, the participated, and watched the um, Democratic convention this week, and man, I, there were some brave people getting up there, talking about some uh, really unique differences and changes in our country that I think we all should take a look at for sure, and go through them and have discussions on them, and 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 really, you know, put in some good uh, bipartisan debate. On whether or not these types of concepts will help society, will help calm the storm that we're in, these types of conversations that uh, I don't know if have ever. I mean, it 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 they've had to have worked in the past, right? Otherwise, we would live in war perpetually. Uh, we would be we would reduce the uh, the moral constraints of what you how you keep civilization together, right? As a uh, as a highly evolved species, right? Or myself might say we have we're devolving, right? So as this highly evolved species, who has really uh, conjured up this amazing way to communicate, uh, a way where we're which where we're able to uh, uh, omit and receive love, and respect, and and positivity and um, forgiveness, and acceptance, and empathy, and all these really cool things that we figured out how to do as humans uh, within the human condition, even amidst the storm after storm after storm after storm uh, out there, man, those storms that we face. You know, and one of the things that I can say is after what, listening to Joe Biden's speech, man, uh, uh, we're about we need to come out of the darkness and into the light. That's a heavy thing to say. That's pretty dark. I mean, that comes from scripture, man. You know, what 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 are we talking about here, Mr. Uh, Vice President? What are we talking about? I mean, can you? Give me some context of how dark it is. Will you give me the truth, the God's honest truth, the way you actually feel? Because I don't believe politicians can do that anymore. And trust me, I'm going to watch the Republican National Convention this week, and I'm going to see it. And I just read that Trump's going to be on every night, which is a uh, pretty interesting Uh and I'm going to hear a, a, a lot of the different message you know, on the other that uh, uh, we need to get rid of the, the Democrats or they're going to put us in the darkness and out of the light, I guess. It'll be the opposite, I guess it'll be, or, or whatever else they're going to tell us. Because, again, even Republicans have to say specific things uh, that they don't actually believe in. Is that all of them? I hope not, man. God, I hope not. Uh, I know two dudes that are one's congressman right now and know another one running. Dan Crenshaw down in Texas, right? And um, my buddy Derek Van Orden up in uh, Wisconsin, I think, pretty sure. And um, man, it's just good to see them. Hopefully they're gonna get in office. They're gonna be, they're gonna stand they're going to hold firm, man. They're going to go back to their roots and, and being a team guy and morality. <laughs> man, there's just an article today about, holy cow, another rape that happened with a SEAL team in Iraq, man. I've only read one article, so I haven't gotten a lot of information, but, my God, what, there's some, uh, some challenges. We're facing storm. Imagine if it's true for that, that poor woman. Imagine if it's not true. I don't know anymore, man. Because this whole political thing, it's tough to know what the truth is. It's pro- it's tough to know. Wait, who's actually for what? Are you gonna Are you telling me you're gonna do this because because you want my vote? Or are you actually gonna do it? where do i stand morally how what are you going to bring back into our lives so i don't feel like i have to live in this hyper state of vigilance anymore what are you going to tell me that's going to make me feel a little bit at easier that the economy's gonna come back. What are you gonna tell me that uh, uh, you're gonna put in the right uh, things that we need to do to help these racial tensions? What are you gonna do uh, to put in the right things to what, what, uh, just uh, up increase the 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 sophistication and training of the police? Man, who I want to know these things because that's what is at stake right now right the future what's out beyond the storm you know back to a, a place where you where they must have felt like in you know 1948 or 1949 you know after they had so many people around the world had suffered Suffered so much. Wonder what those days were like when you'd wake up and you knew the world was at peace because everybody was so banged up. And you just got up with your family and you know, you felt pretty good because the existential reality of your death wasn't looming at all times. Or at least the absolute reality catastrophic shift in your culture's longevity. I think one of the hardest things that we begin to do when we really deep down and dig in and we open up what the storm is, really, is it the external world? Because we've been going through storms for a long, 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 long time. And we've always somehow, some way, mostly through the things that I'd said before, Empathy, love, forgiveness, teamwork. Embracing our fears. Living that team life. Man. I think the real question that we need to ask ourselves is the storm really inside of us. Deep down. What are we struggling with? I know what the answer really is. It's it's fear, man. We're all afraid right now. I know there's some people out there that said, "No, man, hell yeah, World War III is gonna be awesome," or Civil War. Hello, uh, <laughs> they heard saw one that was uh, 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 point two, right? Civil War point two, or whatever it was, or 2.0, You know, that was an old reference. <laughs> I'm showing my age there. I'm sorry, but man, you you guys, this is not a cool idea at all. We need to figure this this shit out. The problem is, if we all understand that we're afraid and there's a fear enough, fear of them, a fear of that, a fear of this, a fear of whatever it might be because nobody's just stopping and really being honest with each other and sitting down like civilized human beings know how to do uh, because we have done it in the past on some pretty uh, magnificent times. How about Khrushchev? And Kennedy not blowing up the world. So, hey, we can be diplomatic in the midst of a storm, everybody, because essentially we 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 have history on our side. We know for a fact that people can actually work together. We know for a fact that uh, when we get rid of the majority of lies within every single interaction with each other, because then what becomes truth, if truth slides off the the edge into the abyss of the storm. let check out that reference. What do we do, man? Because these mental health issues are going to keep getting bigger and bigger. And trust me when I tell you, when you keep a person locked in a mindset of violence or aggression or fear or anger or, 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 uh, whatever, man. Any of these hyper states of uh, vigilance or stress or anxiety, these hyper states of uh, uh, where your body is just going through hell for long periods of time, man. You want to know why people didn't live a long age? Because back in the day when every day of survival was like that, every day you had to go hunt down the saber-toothed tiger. You had to, oh, man, your crops didn't come in. Three of your 12 kids are going to die. Oh well. Oh, uh, what was it? Eighty percent a female morbidity rate in birth, at birth, or I mean the 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 Black Plague. <laughs> but what is the thing that has gotten us through all those? What is the thing that has gotten us through everything, man? Yeah. Your faith. you got to believe that that's an important part of stuff. You know, you don't have to be rooted in a religion like I am or other people I know are. You don't have to be rooted in that. Man, just be rooted in something that you believe that's going to make you better. That's going to make everybody love each other. That's the root of it, right? Have your faith that love is the answer, man, that, that compromise, that, that empathy, that these are the things, these are the tentacles of the religion of, of being human beings, having to live with each other on this thing that flies around the, su- the sun. Have faith in that, man. If you can, if you're atheist, agnostic, if you're a Muslim and a Christian, or a Jew and a pal, and a Muslim, or or you're a Hindu, or I don't, whatever, man. I don't, I don't care. But man, as long as your faith is telling you, hey, uh, love is the way. That's it, because that's how we're gonna get through all this. Because I'll tell you what. When you start really doing the dig. The deep, dark, truthful dig in yourself and you start really uh, asking yourself the questions, the hard questions, do I hate other people, right? Am I filled with anger all the time and why? (laughs) Why is it impossible for me to agree with anybody else or for me to feel like there's an entire massive millions, 150 million people on this country that don't agree like me? Now, I know it's much more towards the middle. I know that uh, most people are good or keep to them try and keep to themselves. I think we all have demons, no doubt. I think we all sin, that's for sure. There's no doubt about that. I think there are different levels. There are different uh, reasons why we do, whether it our desires to uh, pollute our minds with whatever it might be. Man, I, there's temptation. Because evil's real, don't get me wrong. And I know you're going to go, Rutherford, you're preaching. I'm not. I'm not. I've just seen some horrific things. I've seen some horrific, horrific things. I've read some horrific, horrific stories. You know what I mean? You know, that, <laughs> that five year old kid that got shot in the head recently, Cannon Hinnott. Hinnott. Cannon Hinnott. Man, that's the storm. Evil's real, y'all. It is, uh,. It is out there and it's inside of us. And that's why in these moments you have to realize that in these moments where you are provoked by the storm, the storm is thrashing you, beating you up, knocking you about, challenging your mast, challenging it all with inside you to hold still, to hold fast, to literally wrap your, the, the ropes around your hands on the wheel. <laughs> and hold fast, man. Don't crack. Don't let your moral compass break. Resist that temptation to adopt the diseases that are threatening us. Resist that temptation not to help the person that's in the storm. Resist the temptation to only offer hate instead of love to other people, man. Because I'm here to tell you, if we don't get our act together and we start, we stop lying, we be honest with what the truth of the storm looks like from all these different directions, all the different levels, and we begin to talk, begin to compromise and we begin to work together again because there is no also no time in history that shows right that storms don't stop coming it's just part of it whether it's mama mama nature did it or or we manufactured the storm ourselves which we have a a, a very significant tendency to do just in the history um but we've also gotten through them and we've gotten them gotten through them together And that's how we have to get through this one. Because if we can, if we can really, really put up that mask of love and look at each other, and eye and 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 help each other right now, um, then beyond the storm looks pretty good. I don't want to thank God to thank Christ, my faith. I want to thank Chana for everything, man. Everything. You are the eye in the storm of me. You are the calm, the peace, the beauty. You're the everything. And I thank you. Thank you so much. And all of you, thank you. I really can't, again, I can't can't imagine I can't be here without you thank you for uh listening to my description of the storm and to the other things that I try and offer with frog logic and and once again please if you're available head over to uh um team dash frog logic um hold on registration but team dash forward slash registration dash page sign up i'm giving a free motivational speech on wednesday august 26 26 at 3 p.m uh, it'll be eastern standard time all you got to do is sign up at that that landing page uh, we'll send you an email with uh, the webinar information and you come on and there are limited spots so get there soon we're up to i think around 400 i think last i checked uh, so please i'd love to pay you back uh, for your support, and uh, just can't thank you enough, and uh, uh, hey, listen, uh, we're all in the storm together, thank you, I love you, uh, God bless you guys.